Red Wings to Michigan State. We're talking about it. This is State of My Sports. Michigan State went into Maryland and was again a no-call, no-show. They lost 27-13 after getting shut out in the second half and trailing 21-13 at halftime. Uh, in the second half, Maryland only scored two field goals, which was a, a nice step up for Michigan's defense or Michigan State's defense. But um, when the defense, you know, even with the defense playing well in the second half, um, the the offense didn't didn't get anything going and and cost them. It was it was another one of those. Just like the previous two games, it re- it really was. It felt like they they weren't ready. They weren't prepared. Thorne went twenty seven of forty four for two hundred twenty one yards and a touchdown to Jaden Reed, who had sixty one yards and seven catches. Um, Keon Coleman six catches for forty seven. Tyler Hunt three catches for thirty five yards. Running game continues to be a struggle, and I think this is this is what we were talking about preseason. I know nobody else was. Everybody was saying, you know, Berger and Broussard, they're going to get this figured out. They're going to be able to, you know, replace what Kenneth Walker did. I just, it's not there. So their their leading rusher was Elijah Collins with five carries for 36 yards. Berger, nine carries for 34 yards, 3.8 average. Broussard, three for 16, 5.3. It's just, you combine this awful running game that we're seeing with... Peyton Thorne looking like a completely different person. It's got to be the offensive line. And we all know that they're not healthy. We know that there's issues with with health, but you should be better than this. You should. The defense allowed 489 total yards, 314 through the air at 175 rushing, while allowing Maryland to go 7-14 on third down. I mean, it's just... It's, just insane. This was probably the best defensive, the the best the the, the defense looked, um, outside of the fifty percent on third down. Um, but the numbers are staggering. They're like they're they're there. They're like there's that is a lot of offensive production for only putting up what twenty. What did I say? Twenty seven points. <laughs> That's just it, it blows my mind how how it's going and you know, but like Maryland did to, to Michigan. When things were, were clicking and stuff, they they moved the ball quick. They made it look easy, and it's a it's a good offense, and I think a good defense too. What Maryland does, so I don't I want to give them a little bit of credit here, but for for Michigan State, it's just how is this okay? How are you okay with this? This is it. it it's not just the wins and losses. It's being non-competitive. They've been not competitive in their last three games. Their first three true football games, Washington. Minnesota, and now Maryland. I'm sorry, but those aren't teams that you should be losing to if you think you're, you're you've arrived like we we learned last year. So why is this okay? Why why are we as Michigan fans the bad guy for for pointing this stuff out? And why aren't Michigan State fans more angry about this? It's blowing my mind. I definitely need to tune into more um, Big Ten weekday media coverage because this is atrocious. Mm -hmm. And Michigan State fans that I know obviously don't find this acceptable. Yeah. But they're not saying anything about it either. Yeah. They're pretty quiet. They're ready for basketball season. It's like they're laying down. They're chalking the season up as an L. And now the team's doing the same thing. And maybe they're feeding off the team. I don't know. 
But man, if Jim Harbaugh lost one of these games this early in the season, any time in his Michigan tenure, I yeah, feel no like field a field day. Yeah, and they're calling for and, and I'm not saying Michigan State faithful. I'm saying fans of each university. Um, you know, there's there's Michigan fans alike that just as many that that love Jim that hate him. Um, thankfully, he had a little um, rebellious year last year and probably changed the mind of those that were, you know, stuck on that fence. Um, but I haven't heard one Michigan State fan complain. I haven't heard one Michigan State fan uh, suggest anything about the coaching staff, the schemes. Um, and I, I really don't hear any excuses either. It's weird. Um, so this is, again, mind-boggling. I think I picked Michigan State to lose this game last week in the pick'em, mm-hmm. or, or our picks uh, yeah. to Maryland. And I didn't think it was real, really going to happen. Yeah, I took him to win. I was like, there's no way a Mel Tucker team, which what he did last year was awesome. Yeah. What he preaches is awesome. It, it's there. Like, I believe that it's poss- it can work. I just didn't think it was possible for him to have a third straight game that they didn't show up. Yeah. And that's the thing that I, w- I would be the most pissed about is it's not just losing. It's not being competitive against mediocre teams. Yeah, in the big time. Mediocre to bad teams. You know what I mean? Like, Maryland is not a top 25 team, and they probably won't be. They got, they're got they good, don't get me wrong, but is that what you're comparing yourself to is, is beating a mediocre Big Ten team? You just lost to Minnesota, got absolutely manhandled by Minnesota, who just went out and lost 20 to 10 to, to Purdue. Yeah. At home, Washington snuck up into the top 25. They lost to UCLA. Obviously, they they both are in the top 25 now, and everybody's all changing that. But I don't expect UCLA to be a, a world beater. Washington looks like a fraud now. Yeah. And it's just, it's just I don't know. I, I don't get how it's acceptable. No, don't. It's, it's exposing the flaws right now. And I, I thought Michigan State had enough coming back from last year to where they wouldn't have such a, a steep – fall you know drop off um unfortunately you know we're this far into the season now there's not much room to to rebound and yeah and turn the ship around and and everybody's saying like well this defense as soon as you get this defense fixed this defense is the issue of yeah you get that fixed things will change but it's not like you have a detroit lions offense going you have a really pathetic offense rolling here yeah it is pathetic what they did yeah the, and peyton thorn looks bad yeah he like, bad, bad. Throwing bad throws. Yeah, so it's not just the not step up for the defense. It's a massive step back for the offense. And if you're going to tell me out of one side of your mouth that, well, these Broussard and, and Berger are going to come in and replace Kenneth Walker, but then the other time you're going to say, well, Kenneth Walker is a Heisman candidate or should have been in there, which I agree should have been. Like, they're, they're saying it's easy, easy fix. So it's not just Kenneth Walker either. You know what I mean? It's a big piece of it, a massive, massive piece. I think what he did, and I said this in the season pre- or preview, he was masking how bad this roster was in, in a lot of ways. And I think we're seeing it, but it you can't use that as your excuse if you were going to say, oh, we'll just reload. You know, we, we're just transfer poor. We got this figured out. And that's where it's just like, man, just be consistent. It's just it's driving me nuts. Um but at the same time, I I, I kind of like it. Um, so really, I mean, you got OSU this week. We don't expect that to be a, a, a close game. Another 
blowout, I would assume. And man, it could get really, really ugly. Um, but then you got Wisconsin at home. That game right there is a check yourself game, in my opinion. If they don't show up for that game, who just they just fired their coach, things aren't going well in, in Wisconsin. Whew, that's going to be a game for both teams to, uh, you know what I mean, like a nutsack type check. Like, you know, what do you got down there? Because <laughs> this could get ugly here quick. So, uh, man, just it blows my mind. I kind of predicted it, but I didn't really necessarily expect it. And this is where we're at now. And it's going to get – I don't see it getting any better anytime soon. Not with the schedule strengthening up for them. Yeah, this is <clears> – <throat> they're going to be tired after this week. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you, you, your next three games, Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Michigan. The Wisconsin one, I think it's homecoming. They better show up for that game. I'm curious what that spread's going to be. Like, that's going to be an interesting thing to see how, how Wisconsin bounces back with everyone firing their coach. But then you got Illinois, who <laughs> – they look pretty decent. They at yeah. least have an offense. Yep. So I'm not going <laughs> to expect them to beat, you can't beat write, them. You can't write them off. If, if Yeah. I just You look at the schedule. Illinois, Rutgers, Indiana, Penn State. Look, two wins max in there. Rutgers and who? Illinois? I would say split with, let's say. Oh, Wisconsin maybe. I would say you split either the Wisconsin-Illinois game. So maybe three wins, I guess. So if let's say you beat Rutgers in Indiana, and then you split the Illinois Wisconsin matchups there. I mean that's that's kind of where I'm at. So I guess three wins, but man, I love talking about it. But I feel bad. I do kind of feel bad. 